0: Tapping into the source of God's abundance. Now, doesn't that that sound good? Y'all are going to have to do better. I mean, if I said the Lord wants to bless you, would you say amen? The Lord wants to provide for you. Finding God's the source to God's abundance. It's the same thing. Finding how to access the Lord for his blessing. Do you know that he desires for us to access him? It says that he has things stored up. Just waiting for us to get to. Now, it's not a slot machine, but however, God is a man. God is a God of his word. And if we follow his word correctly, he responds according to his word. Always. Are y'all, y'all with me? Do we believe that God is faithful to his word? All right. All right. Um, We're going to be looking at uh, this theme for the for the next quite a few weeks about God's abundance. And in connection with the restoration of Israel, there's a significant scripture in which God says in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse six, he says, I will reveal them the abundance of peace and truth. The key word here is reveal. Everybody say reveal. I've come to see that you cannot understand or appropriate God's abundance unless he reveals it to you. I am not smart enough. I can try and try in my own strength, but until he reveals the can I just tell you his ways are higher than our ways, which means in in my in my flesh in my life minus god i can't get to that answer it's on another playing field it's not on the same field that i'm capable of thinking on but he desires to reveal his ways his mysteries his riches We have have to pursue Him. And in doing so, He releases His Word. The manifest Word of God. It only comes by revelation. We need revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have 99.9% of it written down for us. It's right here for us. I pray that God would grant you and me revelation. Tonight, I want to focus on the basic principles that govern God's provisions for us. And in the next few weeks, I'm going to deal with the conditions for receiving the abundance and the purpose for which God gives us abundance. Now, we're going to look at just some basic, examine some basic words or concepts that I think will kind of help put this, put this together there, there are Irrelated, they're interrelated, but they're not all synonymous as they kind of have different shades um, of meanings. Uh, I'll deal with the first positive concepts when it comes to his abundance abundance, and then the negative. And there are four main groups. There are four main groups of words on the positive. Rich and riches. Wealth and wealthy. Prosper and prosperous and prosperity and abound, abundant and abundance. And if I can real quickly, just point out the distinctions. When we use the words rich or riches or wealth or wealthy, what do we think of? We think of money. We think of uh, finances, financial and material uh, assets, But when we talk about prosper and abound and their related word, it's not necessarily referred to a person that has a lot of money. A person that has a lot of money in the bank or owns great material possessions. So that there is an important distinction between riches and um, wealthy and maybe the word abundance or prosperous. Actually, God's promise is primarily that we would have abundance rather than wealth however wealth is included essentially abundance means that you have all that you need plus something to spare to give to others you not in the children's well great You know, I, I know y'all know it in your own job, when when holes are, when there are holes, you go fill them. Sometimes we feel like the person with the, holding the finger in the dam. Just, can we make it until 7.30? How long is he going to preach tonight? Amen. <laughs> All right. You know, that wasn't you, Steve. It is you just keep it shut. Steve always chimes in. Uh, I was going to say something. I just forgot it. I probably should have. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't react to me at all when I'm preaching. But whenever I make some comment that you can slap me down, everybody reacts. All right. That's great. Okay. Abundance. Abundance is having all that you need plus enough to give. It's when there is no need in your life and you have more than you need to give to others. That's abundance. Abundance suggests always that you are lifted above the level of your own need and are thus able to reach out to the needs of others. Now, I want to turn this directly toward what's been asked for. Maybe you do not have the financial need, but you got the time. Go out. Go out and give what you have. God, you you know, when it comes to giving, it's not always money. And God will bless it. God will bless it. You want to be blessed? You want to receive? Give. Give. Tomorrow is a great opportunity to go and give. I promise you, Miss Donna would rather take too many than not enough. So now the word prosper, especially as it's used in the Bible, has a connotation of success. But it doesn't necessarily mean tremendous material wealth or possessions. Let me illustrate this by showing you what I mean from a couple of scriptures. The third epistle of John. Third John, verse two, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. What a beautiful statement regarding the will of God for the committed believer. That we prosper in all things and be in health. Hallelujah. Gaius, to whom the epistle was written to, was a model believer. And if you study this, you'll find that he was walking in all truth that God had made available to him. And the apostle John writing, as the mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit said, Beloved, I I, I pray that you would prosper in all things and be in your health just as your soul prospers. This covers three areas of your life. It covers the material, it covers the physical, and it covers the spiritual. It covers it all. You want to pray over your family? You want to pray over yourself? I pray that I would prosper in all things and be in health. Just as my soul prospers, there is nothing wrong with praying for yourself. The prayer of Jabez shows you that. The will of God is good. The word translated here prospered means literally to have a prosperous or successful journey. In Romans 1.10, where Paul's praying that he might have a prosperous journey in the will of God, by the will of God. As he travels to the Christians at Rome, they use the exact same word. Scripture reveals that God answered his prayer. And his journey to Rome is, is described in, the, in Acts chapter 27 and 28. But if you'll look, if you'll notice of the description of that prosperous journey, Paul did not travel first class. How did he travel? As a prisoner. He was locked up in chains. He went through a tremendous storm. You know, in the midst of that, they thought the ship was going to go down. They even talked about killing all the prisoners. You know, when the when the ship's about to go down, they, they, they'll kill all the prisoners so that they don't get away. And so they don't get loose and turn on them. And cause more problems. But that's not what happened. God intervened and they survived the storm. And not one was lost. Not one. They arrived on an island. And had what we would call today a revival. When they left, the islanders loaded them down with all they needed for the rest of their journey. So Paul had a prosperous journey. It just wasn't. Maybe how we would define prosperous. You know, maybe that's all that we can go away with tonight is to maybe change our thinking of what prosperous means. Not necessarily a comfortable journey. The point I want to make is that when we use the words prosper and abound, they're not necessarily talking about people whom the world would classify as being very wealthy. Or rich, And if we can just real quickly, and I'll, I'll end with this one, look again at these four categories, these four different categories of words. We see that with the words rich and riches and with the words wealth and wealthy, they are basically synonymous. But they're different from prosper and prosperous and prosperity, which relate to doing something successfully. The opposite of prosperity is failure. On the other hand, abound, abound and, abundant, and abundance means that you are not living in want or lack or frustration, even though you may not have a great surplus or a huge bank account. You know, I always say about Jesus during his period of his earthly ministry that he did not have a big bank account. Did he? He wasn't walking around with a checkbook full of checkbook account full of money. Although his disciples, he and his disciples did carry around a bag in which they deposited offerings, but he simply used his father's credit card and it was always honored. Everywhere he went, they took it. So let's try to not focus when it comes to the abundance and the prosperity and the And the uh, blessings of God always about a lot of money in the bank. Of course, the opposite of these four concepts is pretty obvious. Poor, poverty, want, need, lack, fail, failure. We need to keep in mind of these two groups of concepts, the positive and the negative. And as we study the principles that govern God's dealings in this area, hopefully the Lord will start to reveal to us his desires of provision. Now, I'm just now getting started, but I'm going to go ahead and stop. Uh, my next step is the five principles of provision. And uh, I want to just give you the first one. And I'm not going to go into it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bad to just give you the first one and then preach another 10 minutes. And I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to leave you with a cliffhanger. His promises. What are his promises? How does that work? Uh, And it's 715, and I'm going to encourage you, if you can, stick around to talk about the budget. If not, get on home, get your kids home, um, and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Yes, so I'm going to pray, and as the boss said, go pick up your kids and come back in here, and we're going to have a brief discussion, question and answer, and then a vote on our Uh, budget. Larry. I don't have it. I don't have one. Do you have one? No, he was just asking, was there any? Yeah. Okay. great. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for your power and your presence. Lord, I thank you for the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we just welcome you, Holy Spirit, into this place. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, into ourselves, Lord, into this vessel. We just ask for this week, Lord, that you would fill us with your spirit. And, Lord, you say that you would lead us and guide us into all truth. Lord, I need your, your guidance. I need your light. Lord, I need your wisdom. I need your favor. I need your breakthrough and your power. Lord, I pray for that over everyone here tonight. Your wisdom, your power, your favor, Lord, your hand. Bless us, Lord. Let us try a little bit harder this week to step into what you desire and away from what we desire. Lord, help us to desire what you desire. I just thank you, Lord. Keep us safe as we go home in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Go get your children and then we'll have a short meeting here in about five minutes.